Welcome to CodeCast. We're a podcast that focuses on everything tech, and we give you an idea of what developers, startups, and creatives are up to in Zambia and across Africa. Every two weeks, we explore different topics and applications of technology in the real world. Every episode is brought to you by Agora Code Community. For more information, visit agoracode.community or follow us on Twitter at CodeAgora. Hi, this is Yuna Masuka. I'm a high-performance coach, a team builder, and a trainer, and you're listening to CodeCast Zambia. Welcome to another episode of CodeCast. Publishing episode in Oral. I'm so happy we're back. I am also very much interested in today's topic also. And before we get into that, Cynthia, how are you doing? I've missed you. I'm, I'm good. How are you, Mkuma? I'm good. I'm stressed. I think the last few months, I feel like I could give up everything and be a homeless man. Maybe oh my <laughs> Wow. No, we don't need you to be homeless. Not yet. <laughs> hey, this rat race is not the best, eh? How can you flourish like this? All this stress from all corners. Mm, you survive. There's always a room to, there's always that strand, that one string you can use to push yourself back up. You know, like during this period, I kind of understand why people run to religion now. Like I, I now understand why we find comfort in religion and how that kind of helps people like wade through life, you know, trying to get through all these different obstacles and stuff like that. Like it's crazy. Have you started going to church, Mokuma? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, but I, I, I'm on the road. I'll pick you up this Sunday. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> anyway, we do have someone else on the call with us today. Um, uh, Yuna, would you like to introduce yourself? Maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, thanks so much. I'm excited to be here tonight. My name is Yuna Masuka. Um, I have been in Zambia for the last six years, originally from the U.S. I came for work, stayed for love, uh, married to a wonderful visa man. Um, and I have two businesses, one aligned by design, my personal business, um, and it focuses all around how to support and create confident leaders and managers who lead healthy, high-performing teams to make money and have impact. Um, so that's what my business does. And I've teamed up with other local businesses to form the Training Leaders Consortium. And it does something very similar, but on a much bigger level. Um, so working with corporates and all of the businesses, all four of the businesses in the consortium do different things. So it provides a wonderful depth um, of knowledge and expertise and a more comprehensive approach. Um, so I bring management, someone else brings conflict management, someone else brings um, personal productivity and goal setting. So it's just a wonderful partnership. Um, so all of that together, my passion, my vision is all about black excellence. And um, part of why I do what I do is to equip the workforce, um, to equip people to be excellent, the very best that they can. When we have healthy, high-performing individuals that form strong teams, which creates profitable businesses, which strengthen industries, and ultimately that lifts a whole economy. We all make more money, we hire more people, we, we, we pay them more money, and together we rise and we just see a totally different Zambia and Africa than we ever have. So that's a little bit about me and what I care about. Yeah, it sounds like you do amazing work. I would hope so, <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> But I have a question. My first, very first question is, you stayed for love. What exactly did you fall in love with? I mean, apart from your husband, of course. Like, what exactly did you fall in love with? That is a fantastic question um, because it is a multi-part. It's a, it's a love story with multiple, oh, let me not say partners. <laughs> Facets. You just got to go into the public space to be careful what you say. I know. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely. Um, my my husband is the first love. Um, 
But to your question, I think so much about what I love about my life in Zambia and why I choose to stay here as opposed to going back to the U.S. is it's just a wonderful place to be. The pace of life, you can tell that it's people-oriented. The U.S., the cultural personality is work first, people somewhere maybe third or fourth. But in Zambia, you feel the difference. Like it, it's people first. People matter the way people greet you. So just there's something really wonderful about the pace of life and what people value and how they talk to each other. And it's 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 a fantastic place to live. And I'm excited to raise my my children here. So it'll be my second love in this story. <laughs> Yay! We're happy to hear that it's it's actually a combination of the people, the the pace of life, you know. Every time I hear someone say that about uh, Zambia, my smile, I just have this like ear to ear <laughs> kind of smile. <laughs> yeah. You know, the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear that is um, how, I, I, well, I'll try and be kind about this, how ungrateful or how unappreciative we are of the space that we're in. I think we, we tend to look outside a lot and not kind of value what we have. Maybe because we haven't experienced alternative and we don't know how bad it can get. So, so yeah, like whenever I hear that, I always think about how I, even I don't appreciate how what, what the kind of pace and the kind of focus we have on people and culture um, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare and beautiful. And it's hard to know unless you have been in an environment where you don't feel like it's rare and beautiful and I'm important. And, you know, it, it, it it's hard to know if you haven't. Um, experience the other side of the coin to say yo there's got to be more to life than what we're doing right now so yeah and this, this is kind of very related to exactly what we're talking about today like thinking about how you don't know right like you, you don't know um what you have or you don't know what you don't have uh kind of steps into like um the concept of um in a way and i, I might even be reaching your life coaches and mentors right like um from your perspective what is it about not knowing and well not knowing and knowing that kind of ties into the concept of life coaches and mentors and any other sphere that these categories kind of fall under well it's it's I love how you've connected these points because it's it's about what you don't know. It's so much about perspective. I think what mentorship and coaching bring to your life is perspective, a perspective that's different than your own. You can only know what you know until someone else says, hey, hey, look at it this way. Look at it from up here, from over there. Well, have you thought about this? And I think that is exactly the beauty of having someone outside of your own mind speak into your life um, and ask you hard questions and share advice and share wisdom and share a different perspective is because it allows you to step outside of what you know in your wonderful but limited experience as one human in this in this big earth with your years and your background and your family and allows you to see things differently and that helps you make better decisions. So I, I love that segue into today's topic. It's about perspective and uh, the ability to make um, the best decision. Mm. In, in, our, in, in, our, in an episode we did before, we kind of touched on like um, what we thought were the differences between um, coaches and mentors. And I think Cynthia uh, raised some valid points. I'd like to hear your perspective. Though. What do you think uh, from your experience? What, is the, what are the key differences between the two? Right. So, so I've been coaching for the last 
18 months, um, but I've been mentoring for oh years, probably 15, 15 years or more. Um, and the way I see it, uh, you definitely need both, but mentorship is where somebody who has experience that you don't have, especially related to the, I guess, the topics that you'd want to talk about, speaks into your life and says, okay, here's what my path was like. Here are the choices that I made. Um, here's what I might suggest for you. So they listen to what you're saying and they share from their experience and their toolkit and their knowledge and their expertise. Um, whatever the field might be, it could be personal and relational, it could be about marriage, it could be about work. Um, and then you take that and decide what you want to do with it. Coaching is actually very, very different. So mentorship, it's about what you know, and what you can impart to someone else. Coaching is about guiding someone to view their own perspective, to view their own life from a different perspective. So coaching says, you are the expert in your life. Anything that I could come up with, any advice that I could share, any strategy, any any insight is based on my perspective. But you uniquely live in your reality and you are best suited to come up with whatever the answer is to your problem. You know all the players, you know all the roadblocks, you know all the opportunities, you know the skills that you have. So sit down, let me hear part of your story and let me just ask you some questions. Some of them are going to be hard. Some of them are going to make you think you might not want to answer some. but Let's start to dissect um, and create space for you to think about uh, this differently. And so the coach is just there to walk you through and to provide a space for you to start thinking about things in a way that usually we don't have time to process or think through in that fashion. And so it helps you get to a strategy that's customized and tailor-made for your unique situation because you actually made it. They just ask you the questions to help you get there. That would be my take. It's it's interesting how you've put the the differences. I like I think for me mostly the part that catches me is uh, them uh, triggering you looking at your life in a different perspective, and I think well I've gone through uh, life coaching, and most of the times I would find uh, the answers to particular questions I had were right there in front of me. I just needed someone to really just guide me or ask the right questions that triggered me discovering those answers right in front of me, <laughs> sort of. And uh, I, I, I like it. And I like how you, you also emphasize the point that you, you still need both uh, mentorship and um, life coaching. I guess my question would be, um, how does, because I think with some, someone who I was trying to, you know, entice into life coaching after I saw the wonderful benefits of me going through it, asked me um, how one would know when they need life coaching and when they need mentorship. Uh, that is a tricky question because in my mind, I guess you can't, mentorship is generally free. You just pass it on. So when it's your turn, you mentor someone else. Coaching comes at a cost. But regardless, I would say um, any time, I think at, at all stages in our lives, we can use mentors. So definitely if you're getting married or you've started a new position or somebody within your work who you look up to, who can help you navigate the politics. So I think mentorship should always be there in one form or another in the different spaces in our lives. I think because of the cost that is associated with coaching, it's not as realistic to always have a coach. 
Um, but the nature of what coaching does, um, and coaches have coaches. I don't know if you know that. I have coaches. I go to coaching and I receive uh, the benefits of having someone say, but you know, so what you've said is ABCD. And I'm like, oh, I see that that's an assumption based on my fears about such and such. And then I can start to dig into it. So because of the some of the cost, I would say, especially if you are looking for accelerated progress on something, like you've hit a roadblock, you're not sure where to go now, you know what you need to do, but you just can't figure out why you won't do it or can't do it. Um, I think those are especially pivotal moments to look for a coach because they can help you get to, okay, let's stop and pause and step outside and see what are the actual obstacles that are slowing you down. So um, if you've come to an impasse, you've tried different things, I think that's a great time to get a coach. If you're like, I want to move this mountain quicker than I ever have. I'm not struggling. I haven't even started, but I know that I want to move quickly and efficiently. That's a great time for a coach. Um, so I would say either of those, either of those two extremes, or if you're just like, look, I just want to improve the quality of my life, figure out how to get better work-life balance um, or an issue here or there with a specific person. Let me go talk to someone who can give me um, a perspective that I haven't yet had or help me get perspective that I haven't yet had. I know that's that's a very it kind of depends answer. <laughs> but uh, does that at all answer the question? Yes, it does. <laughs> For me, that is. I, I, I don't I like know. Um, I, I, I agree with everything you just talked about. Um, everything does feel like it's a lot to do with perspective. And I know the question doesn't have like one, one answer that fits every kind of script. It's really just dependent on someone's situation. My, my problem, right, is in understanding what it means to ask the right question. How do you formulate the right question? Because I know a lot of this stuff has got to do with also trying to figure out like where exactly the pitfalls are, like you mentioned. How is there like a specific formula? Like is there like a way to identify what the actual need is and then following that up with asking the right question? So there is no formula, but there's a couple really critical elements, I would say. Well, somebody might try and sell you a formula. I don't know. <laughs> I would say there are elements as opposed to a formula. And those elements start off with um, one, listening. You have to be able to like step outside of yourself as a coach and be able to fully put your attention on what the person is saying. And you listen so that you can clearly identify what is this person's goal? What is their intention? What do they want? Um, just like anything in life, if you're not sure where you're going, any road will take you there. Um, if it, if you can't pick out what this person is actually trying to accomplish, and so that's part of asking the right questions, uh, getting boiling down to, okay, okay, what do you actually want and what does success look like for you? That's one of the first elements, listening so that you can define the goal. Then when you can define the goal and the person starts to continue with their story, you can start to ask relevant questions like, wait, but if you said that you wanted to A, B, C, D, what you're saying now all your energy is going into G. So how are you going to get A, B, C, D if you're pouring into G? And they're like, ha, hi, I've never thought about it like that. So it's it's really, it's listening. It's being able to clearly define, help the person define their goal and what success look, looks like. And then making sure that you're asking questions to help them see, is their behavior aligning for them to get this goal or it's not? So not a formula, but elements that make someone um, a good coach and somebody who can help you see things from a different perspective. 
this feels so, like a lot of work. It feels like I have to yeah. do a lot of behavioral changes and conforming to a lot of stuff and, you know, practicing, you know, <laughs> thinking about something in a particular way. It sounds like a lot of hard work. <laughs> Something that got to me was the listening part. It means one really has to be a very good listener and attentive. Whew. I think I would have an, if I were to be a coach, maybe that's the issue I'd have. Sometimes I do phase out <laughs> when someone is talking to me. Something I need to work on. Oh, okay. Yes, Cynthia, as your friend, I can, uh, I can, I can, I can take on that. <laughs> You are welcome. Don't worry, I'll work on it. It's work in progress. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting that you should say it's it's a lot of work for the person um, because I'm just updating my coaching contract. Um, and yes, uh, it is important that when somebody sits down to coach, they know, look, this is an investment and not just a financial investment, but this is is you, number one, saying this issue is important to me. Uh, it could be a challenge or a potential opportunity. I am going to invest time and resources and mental energy to figure out and define what I actually want, make a strategy for where I'm trying to go, and I commit to doing what it takes to actually get there. I mean, maybe not every coach would uh, have those aspirations that you actually get where you're trying to go as a result of their coaching, but I certainly do, and, and you brought me in so that you could have perspective. Um, and if we continue coaching, it's about what is my strategy? How do I see myself getting there? And how do I, if I haven't managed to this point, what's been blocking me? What are these barriers that I have that I set these goals and I can't meet them? And so we dive into that and it definitely is work. Uh, but anything worth having comes with work, whether it's the body you want, the marriage you want, um, the finances that you want, nothing comes without that work. So it's it's providing um, some structure and some support to help see someone through uh and and absolutely and one of the things that we like we like to do and should do as coaches is let people know up front this is not therapy like we're not coming to have a chit chat you came because you wanted success you wanted to move forward accelerated progress and my goal and this is maybe my own style of coaching and the coaches that I know my goal is to help you get there and so if you're willing to put in the work i'm willing to walk with you and and hopefully we will get there by the end of this program so not to scare anyone but anything worth having will definitely come with some work <laughs> <laughs> and i totally get that i just want to draw from something you just mentioned it just made me laugh um your analogy uh in really, uh, making anything Anything worth having work uh, and talking about the body and if you want to get in shape, you want a particular body for yourself, you need a lot of uh, effort and mental strength and build all these things into making that happen. And a lot of that comes with structure and uh, support. Uh, and from support, I'm thinking about like a support system. But I just wanted to understand, like, how is this not therapy in a way? Like, maybe I'm a layman. I don't exactly understand this completely but how is this still not therapy i feel like therapy kind of does something similar right that's a great question um therapy i would say is a lot around healing it's a lot around digging into the past and and what happened and yes in a way um therapy or counseling will sort of help you look to the future um but it is about digging into what happened and i think the difference is coaching is very much about the future. 
So a lot of times, and it's it's a habit that we all have, which is why coaches also need coaches because we're humans too. When we talk about the str- the struggle or why we can't get where we're going or how something might not have worked for us in the past, um, I find a lot of my clients going back to tell me the story of what had happened. And I said, look, our sessions are one hour, maybe 90 minutes. It's We can't look back. If you're trying to move forward, it's about strategy. It's about okay, but but why does this thing hold you back? And what do you want to do about it? What are some feasible ways that you can get around it this time to actually get where you're trying to go? And just having the space to stop and actually think, hmm, actually, I'm afraid. If I actually try this, I could fail. And I don't want to fail. So maybe I just make myself so busy that I don't have time to do it. And now they have a new perspective about it's never, it was never about the time. It's about the fear that maybe I'm not good enough. And so I don't really try so that I don't fail. Now that's a really serious example. There's a lot of other examples, like actually it's my sister. I don't want her to see this or it's, it's, you know, part of my job to do this. And I just can't unwire thinking about my personal life in a different way. I'm thinking about it from a professional lens. So there's a lot of ways people have revelations, but it's about looking forward and finding the right strategy and understanding what's been holding you back and and moving forward in that direction so that's what i would say the difference is with with counseling and therapy okay uh, that, that makes a lot of sense actually um i like um linking or talking about how therapy digs more into the past and how coaching looks more into the future i think that's very critical um it uh, also just makes me feel like there's a lot I need to think about in terms of um, uh, what, I, what, what I want to do or what next steps I want to take. I think when I look into like my community, because we're, we're mostly in technology, so we're interacting with people that are like us, uh, engineers like us, people that are in design and all that sort of stuff. And you, you kind of hear this in so many circles, people talking about mentors. Uh, mostly about mentors, actually. Rarely do you ever hear anyone talking about coaches. And I feel like these two things are so interlinked in a way. Um, you, you kind of need direction. And with that direction, you also kind of need someone to let you know when you are, you're lacking in a particular area from a technical perspective. And then maybe the coaching can facilitate on the other side in terms of strategy and um, trying to make sure that you are person on a personal level on track to be the best person that you can be uh, at an individual level, which is something I think I'd like to see happen more often in terms of conversations within the tech space. Uh, just understanding, focusing more on understanding ourselves and what we want, and then aligning that towards our career goals and progression. Well, and I think you absolutely nailed it because if you ask me, mentorship. Um, you sit and someone says, hey, here's what you need to do. And you say, okay, great. Thanks so much. I, I appreciate your insight. And then you go try it. And sometimes some of those battles you absolutely win and you keep running. Sometimes though, you can't figure out like, ah, oh, but why didn't this work? Okay. I see why he would suggest this or why she would suggest this, but I can't seem to make it work for me. Or how do I make what they suggested work in my situation? And so coaching then comes in to help with the personal okay, I have insight and knowledge. How then do I apply this in my life? So there's there's lots of different forms of coaching and we haven't really gone into that. But we're now talking about more performance and professional coaching. 
Um, but you could you could do say the same things for marriage. So someone gives you advice about what you could do in your marriage, and then you could go to a coach, a life coach, who might help you say, okay, great. So what's kept you from doing some of these things in the past? How would you like to see these things play out in the future? What kind of kinds of conversations might you need to have to make this happen? Um, but in in that regard, to me, in my mind, it makes sense that you get the mentorship. And then when you're ready to run with something, it's the coaching that helps you either figure out how to strategize to run that play, if we're talking in sports terms, how to run that play, or you tried to run the play and each time you get blocked and you're like, yo, I can't seem to make this play work. So you can sit down and say, okay, what are the factors that keep blocking you? And let's think about a strategy. So I, I would agree with your your analysis that you get the mentorship, the professional insights, and the coaching is what helps you either break through if, if something is blocking you or make a strategy if you're just starting out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, like, I'm going to just go back a little bit into the past. How did you find yourself in this position? Like, Cynthia and I are community leaders, right? We, we try our best to help our community uh, in tech. And often people look at us as, uh, I'll use the word mentor, uh, maybe we yeah, understand the, the context of which we are using the word, but generally that's that, that's kind of the vibe that I get. Sometimes even verbal, I hear people telling me that. So like, how how did you find yourself in this position? Like, and how did you wade through the dynamics of like trying to also not doubt yourself in a way or something like that? Or how do you understand that you know enough to actually help someone um, get through a particular obstacle or? Because I, I don't know, I, I get the feeling that coaching, you don't have to be a life coach per se as like a career uh, path. I believe you could do coaching even in, in passing. You meet someone today and you have a conversation with them and in a way that could count as coaching, for example. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, especially the question about confidence that you could actually help this person with their problem. I'm excited to get to that one. Um, how this all started. So. Um, uh, I started out my business a couple years ago, I think three years ago now, um, with the whole idea, I was always helping the teams that I was working on with communication, or they were trying to launch something, or I saw that staff were not on board with an initiative, um, or the teams were not really aligned in the way they were trying to work, they were very siloed. So I always found myself trying to help organiz the organizations that I was with create a stronger team environment, have more trainings for managers, more resources for staff. And so one day I was like, you know, let me just stop pretending that I actually enjoy public health and let me just go do what I always felt called to do, what I've always been good at. If I can do it from the inside, certainly I can do it from the outside. So I became a consultant and started doing all those kinds of things, team building, training, skill building. Um, but where my true passion always lies, as I said, is in, is in excellence. It's about helping specifically black people um, but but people in general tap into the gifting and the the brilliance, the superpowers that they have and using that to make their lives better, their families' lives better, the community, um, all the way up to the top of uh, the nation. Um, I think that that's how we that's how we change the world. If everyone is as excellent as they can be in their own square kilometer, their own square mile. That's what changes the world. We don't all need to be Barack Obama. We don't all need to be, you know, have a big name or big money. Being excellent in your own way, in your own right, in your own field can change the world, can make a difference. So that's how I started. And um, my, my dear 
dear friend and business partner, Taffy, was doing a coaching program. And I could see that her questioning was just getting so strong. And the, her insights were so useful. And I said, hey, tell me about this program. And so that's how I also jumped on board and um, joined this program to receive a diploma in coaching. Um, it all just stemmed from that. Okay, what's the what are the ways, the tools in your toolkit that you can use to help people achieve excellence um, and to see them thrive as part of your career? Because uh, it is a cool thing to sit and help people refine their goals, define success, and make a strategy to get there. I mean, some days I just sit back and I'm like, what? this is the best job ever. How do I get paid for this? Um, and then to your second question about where where the confidence comes in that you can help someone with your problem, I think it goes back to two things. One, um, I would not recommend just somebody say like, oh, I can be a coach. I'm going to I'm going to go out and, and coach my friends without some sort of training. So investing in learning how to be a coach is what gives me confidence. Um, not only through the course, but also sitting with other coaches. I sat with other coaches last week and we talked about the same contracting and how other people, other coaches work with their clients to make sure everybody understands what the relationship is, what it isn't, what kind of investment it will take and all of those factors. So being sure that you are being built up in the professional community gives you confidence, but also back to those elements. If I know maybe so the beauty of coaching is I could coach CEOs, I could coach someone in tech, I can coach somebody in spaces I've never set foot in because it's not about what I know. That's what makes it different from being a mentor. A mentor has to know and be where you aspire to be. A coach listens, it helps you define success and the goal, and then says, okay, let's make a strategy so that you can get there. Um, so it's, it goes back to those elements of if you know how to listen, if you know how to help people define their goals and you know how to identify, hey, but you said A and you're doing D, so how do you get back? Is that true? Like, how do you feel about that? Um, you know that no matter what the problem is, you're going to be able to help because it's going to give them a perspective that they haven't had before. So that's what I think gives me confidence and, and the motivation to keep, keep at it, even when it's, uh, it can be challenging sometimes. Um, I like how you, you earlier on you mentioned how one should realize that they, they can they can be good at what they are good at within their own parameters. They don't have to be Superman or Wonder Woman, uh, but with, within their parameters, they can do uh, what they can and be good at. Uh, at it. And if as a nation or as a continent or as whole world would actually recognize that then in the end it becomes like one big good thing happening because we each have recognized the areas we're good in and we're contributing in our own ways um in so i, I know you've you've done life coaching with with several people and you've also done mentorship as well uh in terms of uh life coaching what are the benefits you've you've either gotten from the people you you've been coaching as in them giving you some sort of feedback like these are the benefits i've seen uh like what are the most intriguing ones you, you've heard from from your clients and on on your side as you are coaching them have you seen any changes in your life as well because i assume you you've like you've said you've interacted with people from different backgrounds um yeah oh benefits 
Um, so one thing that I love is taking quotes after, after each session, I'll take quotes because I always ask people, what's your biggest takeaway from today's session? And so I love capturing those quotes and being able to put them up for my own benefit, but also just posting to let people know, Hey, this is what coaching can do for you. And so some of the main, some of the main things that, that pop out are (laughs) clarity. So whenever you have clarity, and you sort of know, like, oh, wow, from this session, I think I know the direction I should take. <laughs> a dose of courage always comes in as, like, they need courage to go on and do what it is that they know they need to do. So um, one of the one of the benefits to them is, like, okay, I now know what I need to do, but I also know what it's going to take. Like, I have no misconceptions that this is going to be a super easy ride or that um, it won't take me stepping outside of my comfort zone to get where I'm trying to go. But in the end, they're really excited about that. Like, wow, I, for the first time in a long time, I'm excited. So I think one of, one of my clients um, really valued being unique and different and having a really wild, fun process to get to his end goal. Um, But as we spoke, we realized that he was putting more value on the process than on the outcome. And what he really wanted when he defined his goal was the outcome. And so he said, wow, I I never realized I was substituting um, my preference to have a fun process for the actual outcome that I wanted. And so his benefit was, I'm putting my value on the wrong thing. Let me go ahead and and change. Um, And another another client, uh, we went through and made a plan. And he said, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to make a budget. I'm going to make a plan. Here's what I'm going to do. And so when we reflected and he checked back in after a week or two, he said, oh, man, I can now see that I'm, I might have a little bit of a deficit, but I'm actually really excited because my enemy now has a face. I can put a figure to it. I know what it is and I can work towards it. And actually, for the first time in a really targeted way, I can attack that figure and make a plan specifically to beat that figure and get what I need. So I was really excited for him because he never had that kind of clarity either. Um, and now he had the motivation and the insight and the specific figure in mind to go out and crush it. And um, as much as Makuma's words keep ringing through, like, man, this sounds like work, but goal crushing, being awesome, being exceptional, being excellent, um, or even progress on moving that big rock that you've never been able to move, it will take a little bit of work. But the beauty, and I think the benefit is that once people have clarity, they have the motivation to then go out and do it. So they're not necessarily afraid of the work because the clarity that comes with the conversation is like, yeah, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. So that is the beauty of coaching, I think, is that you could also, you also get to assess after it's over, assess your own life and pick out, like people have really interesting strategies and ways of thinking about things. And so sometimes it's a sort of generic, like, huh, I love the way this person is thinking and talking about their goal. I'm going to take that spirit and that attitude as I approach my goals. Um, I'm trying to think of a specific example. Um, the biggest benefit that I get is that same thing that I just touched on, which is they leave so inspired. And sometimes I'll, sometimes there, there might be tears, there might be like different reactions to it. Some of them are happy tears, like, oh my gosh, I never realized this. Some of them are like, oh my God, I never realized, <laughs> never realized this. Um, but it's in that moment of clarity, it's usually followed by motivation, like, okay, I know what to do. And seeing them motivated, even though um, they know it's going to be work, 
motivates me to attack my own goals, but also to keep doing what I'm doing and loving what I'm doing and getting better at it. So hopefully that, that answers the question, but that, that clarity requires courage, but it also lights a fire inside of you. Yeah, that's the benefit. Whoa, wonderful moment. That's a really dope quote. I'll definitely use that as part of my marketing for the episode. Oh, I have jotted it down, man. Clarity, my friend. Clarity. <laughs> Clarity should be oh, I didn't know this is how quotes were born. <laughs> You know, you know what I love the most about the composition that just happened is the appreciation that each singular effort counts toward the bigger picture. I think for me, that was something that I didn't understand for the longest time. Um, the fact that I, I need to contribute in my own way uh, and my own way represents the best way that I can. And that effort counts for something. Like it counts for something towards like a bigger picture. And I feel like the moment we kind of realize that also is the moment we begin to excel in the things that we're actually passionate about. Uh, going, also going back to, you know, the whole concept of excellence also. I'm trying not to do too much because um, uh, I, I feel like doing too much so far hasn't, hasn't worked out very well for me. So like understanding this was something very pivotal um, towards my change uh, to focus on the places and the things that really matter. I don't know about you, Cynthia. We've been talking about this for a while. Like, giving up some things that just aren't worth it uh, in the grand scheme of things because they feel like they're taking away more than they're giving back to you as a person. Like, how energy is so important, how your mental health is so much more important. Yeah, and I think for me this year, the best example for for my own life was the, the one where I really had to decide whether to stick around a particular environment or just leave. And um, I will say a life coaching session is what actually even helped me finally get the, the courage, clarity, then the courage <laughs> to, to actually go forth and do what I knew was best for, for my mental health, for my happiness and for, for my joy and for the sake of my family as well, because eventually the, the environment I was in started affecting my, my relationship around me so yeah like I, I think sometimes we because we're not clear or we tend to lose the connection between what we hold most and what we would want to do in our careers that also messes us up because for me I knew that I hold family and friends to a very high level with high value so whatever I do is mostly surrounded around these people but at some point because I wasn't really I didn't have the courage and clarity on certain things whether I was ready to actually move on from the environment that was actually making me lose the connection to the people and the things that I really love um but I think after I had it's funny enough it was just within the first session I, I, I clearly did see that, oh, okay, this has been staring in my face and I just need the courage to actually go forth and make the right decision for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that that real life story about um, how all of those interplay um, and the decision was there. It was It was just having the space to talk about it and reflect. And then you were like, okay, I know what to do. And you, you picked yourself up, you had the courage and you did it. So that's, that's a really great example of 
the the beauty and the benefit of coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we're we're nearly at the end, uh, but before we get there, I just wanted to know uh, something Cynthia said that uh, I I didn't think about in this in this particular context. Inter- like when we talk about coaching and we're coaching uh, corporates, for example, um, are we able to translate like coaching individuals into coaching like organizations as a whole? Because for example, people on culture are a big deal here. Yeah. Is, is there a particular focus as well on coaching organization? Ooh, that's a gosh, not a tough question. So when you when you think about coaching, I guess part of what team building is, and maybe this is why Taffy and I both being coaches, and I not to toot our own horn, but we are so good at team building, is because so much coaching is in there as well. And I've never thought about this until you said it, but it really is getting a team to see itself from a different perspective. So there is group coaching, there is team coaching where you sit down and you have like a larger coaching session. Um, and I think there are many ways to have that conversation. And, and the way that Taffy and I do it is usually around games and fun. And then we sit and debrief and have teams think about their own behaviors back in the office. And my mind is so blown right now because it is a coaching conversation in so many ways to help them see clarity about where they are now and where they want to be. So their actual culture versus their desired culture and then making a strategy. Oh my God, I am so excited about this. (laughs) Thank you for that comment. It just, it really opened my mind to our way of team building is really founded and steeped in coaching. That's an aha moment for me from this, from this podcast. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm glad I was able to provide some perspective. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. You know, so how? Sorry, you go ahead. Say something? Sorry, I cut you off. No. I cut you off. You want to say something? No, go ahead. Okay. I, I, I was, was going to ask you how people can find you in case they wanted to talk to you further about this sort of stuff. Yes. So I keep it very simple. You can find me on Facebook or you can find me on LinkedIn at Aligned by Design. Um, those are the two easiest places to find me. Or there's one and only one Yuna Masuka in the whole universe on Facebook. That's M-U-S-U-K-A. Uh, so you can find me there as well. But Aligned by Design, that's the name of my business. Um, Facebook or LinkedIn is the best way to, to reach me. Okay, great. Cynthia, how can people find you online? Oh, I haven't changed. Twitter, Python, Kalisi, Facebook, Cynthia Mlenga, LinkedIn. Cynthia Mlinga, Instagram, Mulenzi. <laughs> okay, great. Oh. Great. Uh, okay, so I'm at Sourbones on Twitter. I think uh, Mukuma on every other platform. You should be able to find me. Um, so, Yuna, what is your parting statement? I'm hoping for more portables here, not to put you under pressure. So before we close. <laughs> I feel the pressure though, Mukuma. I feel the pressure. Um, my parting statement is um, in the spirit of excellence, please find yourself a mentor, somebody who has been or who is where you are trying to go so that you can get that insight and that advice. And if you find yourself at an impasse, you think you've tried everything and you just can't seem to break through, uh, it would be a great time to reach out to a coach Uh, Because sometimes all you need is to step away from everyday life, have a space to think about um, the way that you're thinking and the way that you're operating. And is it aligned with what you actually want? And a coach can help you do that. Um, 
So, or if you just want accelerated progress on something that you you would just love to crush um, as quickly as possible, it's an investment that keeps on giving because that clarity just lifts a sort of mental burden and allows you to just move forward in a way that uh, you probably didn't think was possible. So if you are ready to invest and you're ready to see these mountains of yours move, coaching is a fantastic investment that uh, that will not let you down. So here's to mountain moving. Yay, yes to mountain moving. Vivian, are you ready yes, for the next tip? Okay. If you've gotten through to the end of the episode, we're so thankful. Um, I hope you've learned as much as we have. Remember, we're at Podcast Venom on every platform and we're available on almost every um, podcast streaming platform, all the way from Anchor to iTunes to Spotify. And we'll catch you in the next episode. You've been listening to Codecast Zambia brought to you by Agora Code. Visit agoracode.community for more information or like us on Facebook. That's at Code Agora. We're on Twitter too, at Code Agora. 